Hey, business building warrior, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is a midweek episode, which means we're going to have a coach's corner, which means we're going to bring on Brian and Robin Joy Olson in just a minute. They are two great coaching directors who have a team of coaches under them who serve this community. If you weren't aware, we've got about 60 coaches on our team. They're divided up into teams. And Brian and Robin Joy, we're going to host here in just a moment direct one of those teams. If you want to talk to us about e-commerce coaching, your business plans for the future, and how maybe we can contribute to helping you get where you're trying to go a little faster, we'd love to have that conversation. You can go to silentgym.com slash book a call, silentgym.com slash book a call, all one word, book a call. And we'd love to have a conversation with you about where you are now, where you're trying to get, what the best way to connect those two points is. And our team may have a role to play in that. We'd love to give you some free resources for your time, as well as give you a big shove in the right direction as the worst case scenario, or maybe talk to you about one of the courses or maybe some coaching as well. Just so you know, we turn away just about as many people as we accept into our coaching program because you have to be well-equipped, well-established. You have to have the margin in your life to be ready for coaching. That means the financial the emotional, the relational, the time and scheduling margin, those kinds of things all go into you having the ability to successfully launch a business going at the pace that we'd like to see if you're going to take advantage of our coaching program. So give us a call. We'd love to have that talk with you. But Brian and Robin Joy, again, I'll bring on in just a moment. Today, they're going to be talking about the fact that here we are, mid-December or so as I'm recording this, it's coming at us quick. And Q4 the final three busy shopping months of the season. Is it over? No, January is every bit as much, in some cases, busier than December for many sellers in our community. And because the base level strategy that we teach here is called the replens selling model, well, every month is a good month to be sending in additional inventory. Don't slow down as we cruise through December Stay with it. Keep sending in test-worthy new ASINs. Keep checking your stats. What's selling? Let's send in more of that. Stick with your business. And that's some of what Brian and Robin Joy are going to discuss with us today. Hey, if you happen to be new around here and this is the first time you've heard our podcast, welcome. Thank you for listening. You should know we have hundreds of interviews with successful students from our proven Amazon course and coaching program. If you're not familiar, you can go to silentgym.com. There's links to both of those there, but that's what this podcast is. It's interviews with successful students. The vast majority of our episodes are just that. So if you want to scroll back and hear some of those great interviews with our students who are doing great with the systems we teach here, you certainly have that option. And my dog says, hello, if you can hear him in the background as well. Hey, I get to do this from home. I've been living the e-commerce dream over 20 years, which means I get to work from home, have a very diversified team around the world. They're all working from home as well. A hundred of us serve this community, coaches, content creators, those of us who administrate and moderate the Facebook group, the support team, the people in my warehouse, over a hundred people. And I just love working with this team. And hopefully it comes through that we love serving this community. So enjoy this episode today. Some great encouragement. Here we are in about the middle of December, 2023, heading into the new year. Some good tips from a couple of great coaching leaders, Brian and Robin Joy. Take it away. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. We are your co-hosts. I'm Brian. And I'm Robin Joy. And this is Coach's Corner. Hey, Brian. It is 
late November, early December, right, right at the cusp, and we are still in Q4 as mm-hmm. we're recording this. We are. What do we have to say about that? Well, the thing about Q4 is a lot of people think that it ends in December, but mm-hmm. for us in the in the e-commerce space, it really doesn't. It goes through uh, the majority, if not the entirety, of January. Yes. And this is because why? Well, a lot of people get money for Christmas. They get gift cards. Amazon gift cards are a big Christmas present. I give them all the time. Then they're going to need to spend those in January. Guess what? We need to have stuff for them to buy. And they're going to be willing to to spend more money than maybe they really otherwise would because someone gave them that money. Right. They're going to buy something that they've been wanting for a while. Yes. So the message is if you are currently selling, don't stop sending stuff in. Yeah. Keep sending your stuff. I think every year for the last four or five years that we've been doing this, Amazon usually sends a message like, okay, stop sending stuff. We're too busy. Uh, Yeah, well, they send send a message, something like, if you want it to get here by Christmas or you want it to get available by Christmas, you got to stop by this day. No, I'm talking about even just general shipments. They're like, okay, we're full up. We can't take any more. Um, we but, don't care. But we don't, but we don't <laughs> stop. We just keep sending stuff, right? We keep sending stuff. Because as it is, like right now, even uh, we sent a shipment in early November. It took almost a oh, month yeah. before it became uh, available. And that is, uh, in Q4, not unusual. Um, right. And so, Consider the fact, Brian, that mm-hmm. some people only sell in Q4. Some other strategies, you know, our community is not the only people who are third-party sellers on mm-hmm. Amazon. Mm-hmm. And some people only sell in Q4. And they get super busy during sure. this time. Yeah. 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 Some people only sell in Q4, right? right? Some people only, yeah. I, there's You're right. There's a ton of people. Uh, the, the warehouses are packed right now. Yeah. Um, there's boxes and boxes. I can just, I have a vision in my head of what it looks like. All these boxes stacked <laughs> up on a, on a loading dock. You get. The trucks just backed up waiting to offload <laughs> their stuff that we've sent in. Sure. Um, it's it's nuts right now. So, uh, but the the message here is don't stop, stop sending stuff in because that will eventually get caught up and you want your stuff to be there. Um, mm-hmm. You that- need stuff to be there in January. <clears throat> Everybody else may be sold out. We mm-hmm. want to be there. We want to have our stuff available when exactly. people are spending their their Christmas cash and their gift cards yeah. in January. It's usually a really good month for us. Yeah. And the other message uh, that I would like to get out there is don't stop sourcing. Oh, good right? point. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sourcing is something that it's easy to get away from, especially when you're out shopping or when you're... Um, there are lots of convenient reasons to stop sourcing, but mm-hmm. as a replen seller, if that's what we're doing here, the goal of the replens is you always got fresh blood. We always got yeah. fresh products that are going in because we typically have replens that are falling off. And if we're selling seasonal items with that kind of pumps up our holiday numbers, right? Right. But we need to replace those things with other items that are not seasonal, um, to replace that income too. I think we all probably have a little bit of a bubble in Q4. Sure. Sure. Um, of course. A rising tide lifts all boats, right? right? Right. Yeah. January can still be a great month. So mm-hmm. don't forget the fundamentals, which is keep sourcing, keep sending your stuff in. Mm-hmm. And now is a great time, not now, but as we uh, get closer to the holidays to consider, and then when, when they're over, consider sourcing or buying things, some of the clearance items. Mm-hmm. Clear- yeah, that can be a great addition to, to your inventory when it's easily available. Not unlike the Halloween candy or yeah. Halloween items that, <laughs> sure. you know, a lot of times I used to work in retail. And so the things that were perishable, we would, you know, blow those out the day after Halloween. But the things that we could sell again next year, we we packed it back up, put it in a box, and we would uh, bring it back out. 
sometimes if it had been there for a, you know multiple seasons, <laughs> then we put it on clearance and get rid of sure, it, right? Sure. Yeah, be, you want to be careful of the dates and everything, of course. Yeah, but this can be a great opportunity for you to clean up on some clearance mm-hmm. items that you've paid virtually nothing for mm-hmm. and make a nice profit on when you're selling them either you know earlier in 2024 or in the following seasonal. Right. I want to. I, I think you had a good point there with uh, keep sourcing, Brian. We we always say when we're asked about Q4, our our answer is reality. We don't really change a whole lot of stuff mm-hmm. for Q4. We really like to have an even all year business. There, of course, we have good months in Q4, but in order to do that, we have to keep sourcing and keep buying things to send in throughout the holidays, just like we would in every, any other month. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we have to pay attention to the fact that there are holidays that we need to spend with our families during that time and work around that time. Mm-hmm. Be careful that you don't get caught up in that and, and lose track of what your plan was. It's so, easy to, and I was thinking about this this morning Yeah, because of Thanksgiving and some vacation that we took and yes. I was under the weather for a few days. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute since I was in the gym <laughs> and the thought crossed my mind this morning, like I could just sail right through to the end of the year without going to the gym and I wouldn't even <laughs> miss it, right? My right. body would, like my, yeah. my mind wouldn't miss Next it. My body gym, would you know. miss it. Yes. <laughs> Right. And so, so I've made a, you know, a decision in my mind that I'm not going to let that happen because I don't want the, you know, the new year sort of, oh, the aches and pains that come along with getting back in the the gym. Yeah. (laughs) That's Uh, a good thought. I did, you know, that brings me to something I heard recently. And of course I can't remember who said it, but mm -hmm. I read somewhere missing a habit, missing a um, thing that you do regularly is missing a habit, I guess, Mm -hmm. uh, is, um, a mistake one time missing it twice is the start of a new habit, mm-hmm. which is what we've done is we've started a new habit new of habit. not going, going to, to the, the gym. gym. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. I'll try to do that. Right. Too. So we got to break that old habit. Right. Just right. Let's now, make right? a goal not yeah. to, to have the aches and pains at the beginning of the year, but to take care of that before the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing right now is as we're, you know, just beginning the month of December, it's easy to get caught up in this, you know, Q4 seasonal holiday and with, you know, totally expected too. And, mm-hmm. you know, you fault nobody for that. No, of course um, not. But in this business, because of, like I just said a few minutes ago, it can take a month for your items to get mm-hmm. checked in. And then they're even still an FC transfer. We often live three to four months in the future with yes. this business, right? So right now, it's certainly not too late. Maybe to start thinking about Valentine's Day. If it's you're not gonna, too early. Either. Not too early. Yeah, yeah. Not, not too early to be thinking about Valentine's right. Day. I don't think it's too late either. I mean, it's about two and a half months out. Mm-hmm. So now is a good time to start thinking about what you might be doing for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Talking to those store managers, find out what's, you know, maybe what they have in the back if they've already started receiving Valentine's items. They or, may very well have. Yeah, talking talking to shopper uh, buyers at various organizations mm-hmm. to see what kind of things they're buying, what kind of things might be hot this uh, Valentine's Day. But then think about the other holidays too. If you're going to do some seasonal things, St. Patrick's Day, oh yeah, is a is a big one mm-hmm. from a sporting perspective. The Super Bowl, right, is something. Bowl. It's right. it's a one day event, but it stilled a lot of a lot of uh, snacks and 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 uh, merchandise is sold. Sure, uh, specifically Absolutely. for that, mm-hmm. right? That's coming up in early uh, February. 
And then uh, March Madness, right, mm-hmm. is typically multiple weeks. And, you know, you get to take advantage of whatever the uh, event is that is around the teams or put together mm-hmm. party packages or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you want to do in that space. And then not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but um, prom will be coming soon. So whatever kind of things might be popular for prom and graduation. Right. This is this is an example of how we ha- we really start thinking into the future. We found ourselves doing this for um you know years past. We realized, you know, we look at what is going on 3 months ahead of time all the time and we forget, oh yeah, Christmas is today mm-hmm. because we were already out there in Valentine's Day in our business. So, kind of manage that, but don't forget to mm-hmm. be prepared. These are coming right up and and you don't want to be behind. Well, I can't tell you how many seasons I've been like, oh my gosh, I totally missed, we missed yes. Valentine's Day because we were so focused on on. We Christmas, never missed right? it with each other. No, not with no. the, I just mean in terms of uh, sales opportunities <laughs> right. uh, on the platform. Correct. Right. Yes. So we don't do much in the way of Valentine's anyway, but uh, no. if you do, there are a lot of people who do put together uh, bundles and packages, mm-hmm. kits and stuff like that for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Now's the time to get going on that. Good thoughts. Yeah. Yep. I okay, like good. it. Now, uh, the next topic here is 2024 is about uh, 35 days away. 2024. We're recording this. Wow. Right? Yeah. So, but it's and just on the heels of think ahead, think <laughs> three to six months ahead. Let's not forget that, you know, we've got some time here at the end of the year to sort of take a breath. Spend, a lot of people reflect during this time. Yep. Uh, spend time with family and loved ones. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Right? This is yeah. one of these these are often uh, the people that we're hanging out with. I say hanging out with, you know, the people that we're spending time with, yeah. the people that we're uh, exchanging gifts with, the people that we're breaking bread with. Um, these are these people in our lives and the experiences that we're having there are usually the reason that we're doing this business in the first place. Right. Right. They often are. So don't forget to spend time with them and don't forget to shore up your business so that you can continue to do this for them. Right. And for yourself. And for yourself. Absolutely. So enjoy the holidays while you're doing this. And yes. start reflecting, making a plan for what is your next year going to look like. What is 2024 going to look at look like? Yeah. We do every year in January, sit down together, make a budget for our business and our personal lives. And it's really important for us to actually sit down and define that and make a plan. Now, that plan almost Changes. always adjusts as we go. But, you know, it's much easier to adjust a plan that's been made than it is to just fly by the seat of your pants and not not really have a plan to adjust from. Mm-hmm. So I do recommend that everybody sit down, at least with your business, and kind of look and see, what do you want to accomplish this year? What's it going to take to accomplish that? What things are you going to put into place? Mm-hmm. And we're going to do the same thing. We have some goals. We have some new things we're going to do in 2024. And we still have to keep up the things that we've started in in years past. Mm -hmm. So So now's the time to start thinking about that. mm -hmm. And um, depending on where you are in your business, here's a couple of thoughts that will maybe help get that started for you. Number one, maybe you need a fresh start. Right. Maybe things didn't go exactly the way you wanted to. Rarely do they go exactly the way that you want them to. But True. maybe it was like so far off course that you're like, hold on, I got to go back to the drawing board. Right. So just think about that from a fundamental standpoint. What might that look like for you in 2024? Another thing is if you've if you've had a satisfactory year from for your business, 
you know, maybe you're thinking, all right, how am I going to make 2024 the best year yet? Yeah. Right. What am I going to do to oh, make let's this? Let's do that. Let's make 2024 the best year yet. I'm I'm on like board it. for that. I like the. Let's the all do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll challenge you all. Like, let's have our let's best year yet. It. Right. And if, if you haven't started yet, maybe you think about, okay, this is the year I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. This is the year I'm going to buckle down and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to embrace and I'm going to fall in love with the mm-hmm. sourcing process. I'm going to figure out how to read Keepa. I'm going to, whatever it is, right? Okay. I'm going to, I'm not going to sit on the sidelines anymore. I'm going to get in the game. Get in the game. That's right. Get in the game. Yeah. By the time March Madness comes around, we need to all be in the, in game. the game. Right. Like, yeah, <laughs> right? Be, certainly be in the game. Be in the game. I like it. I like it. All right. So we we are here espousing uh, <laughs> advice and suggestions mm-hmm. and things like that from time to time. And there's no shortage, I think, of um, advice and suggestions that are available to us all, mm-hmm. um, not only in this community, but I mean, whether it's a TikTok, a YouTube video, uh, something on a, on a television show, there are tons of people telling you what to do, how to do it. And, you know, giving you advice. Giving, yeah. yeah unsolicited. Here's my <laughs> <Yeah, advice. sometimes. laughs> but often we seek out advice as well, and we yeah. get way more than we expected. And e- even in the case of listening to a podcast, mm-hmm. going through a course, maybe even, even in the Proven Amazon course, I just like to throw this, this out there that please take the shopping cart approach mm-hmm. with whatever it is that you're listening to or who it is, who it is that you're listening to. And let's just step back. Now that I put it out there, what do we mean by the shopping cart approach? Well, we we learned a long time ago, early in our entrepreneurial career, mm-hmm. which was early in our marriage, we learned this this uh, concept of using the shopping cart approach for understanding things that that would work for us and things that wouldn't. Taking advice, we have many many people who will give us advice. Many people have different experiences, and so the advice comes out differently. They they have had success. Different people have had success in different ways, and they're going to give you advice. So what we have to do is just walk through that advice. Know that we don't have to do all of it. It's not right and wrong. It's a take one one off of the shelf that we think might be valuable to us and keep that, but we don't have to take everything off of the shelf. Yeah. I think about, I think about it. There's another analogy I'll give, and maybe this is an exact match, like a book. I might be reading a book and it's got, you know, 12 ideas or 12 suggestions for way, you know, ways to be better, more productive, more Mm -hmm. efficient, how to think about things differently. But if I disliked one of those things, I'm not going to throw out the whole book, right? Don't throw out the baby with the bathwater because there's one thing in there that didn't work for you. And this is what I mean by the shopping cart approach. Just because you go into the store and you pull a shopping cart and you want, doesn't mean you have to put everything in your basket, right? Right. You're there for specific things. Yeah. And so you may not care for green beans. You don't have to eat them. That's okay. Yes. I leave all the uh, green meatballs behind. (laughs) All the green meatballs. (laughs) (laughs) He's talking about Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts, yes. (laughs) Um, I leave all those behind. Right. But it doesn't stop me from going into the store. (laughs) So, so, you know, when you pick up a book or you listen to a podcast or you're reading, you know, advice or listening to a course or whatever, right. Just because there's one thing that was said or written that may, you may not agree with, doesn't mean you have to toss the whole thing. Right. Right. There can still be some very valuable information there. Exactly. So, and you don't have to internalize that thing that you didn't care for Mm -hmm. either. Just let it sit there. Someone else may use that or they may not. You don't have to hold that close to you. Let it go. Move mm-hmm. on past it. Yep. But value the fact that people are willing to give advice. That's valuable. When people are willing to share what's worked for them, 
there are no right or wrong answers. We're all just sharing here things mm-hmm. that have worked for us. And so, so that's valuable that people are willing to do that. I always appreciate that in itself. Well, it's not nothing to put yourself out there. True. Right. True. Yeah. Because yeah, could be, criticism is out you, there. You could be wrong. Yep. You could be. <laughs> you could be legit wrong. <laughs> you could be, you know, partially wrong. You could be misquoted. You could, yep. there are a lot of things. And so right. um, I really, so appreciate Jim coming out and, and being the voice of, of this. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, it's not being the, tip of the, spear. That, the kind of a leader that, that Jim is for us. Yeah. Yeah. So we do appreciate that. All right, Brian, I bet you have a quote. I do have a quote. <laughs> this week's quote comes to you, comes to us from John Cabot Zinn. The quote is this, you cannot control the waves, but you can learn to surf. Mm. And when I read this, I thought, what, I'm not sure I've heard a better uh, sort of um, metaphor or analogy for dealing with Amazon. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We cannot control Amazon. We cannot control Amazon. But we can kind of learn how to manage our way through. Mm-hmm. Right? That's exactly so, right. It can be super frustrating when we're like, oh, what I told Amazon 12 times, blah, blah, blah. Right? <laughs> yes. Um, or Amazon lost my stuff again. Yeah. Right? And this is what we call the rhythm of the beast sometimes too, where it's like you get used to the things that can happen and do yes. happen with a certain uh, frequency. Mm-hmm. And this is, in my opinion, learning to surf. Yes. Right? You don't control the waves. You find a good one. Yep. Right? And you enjoy um, it. And then you got to go find another one. Right? Right? Yeah. And a lot, a lot of times that's like a, you'd think we'd ever surf. <laughs> I know never surfed. I talked to somebody even close. the other day who said they got a surfing lesson, but they gave them a, a big board, like for a new brand new person, but they couldn't get under the, the break. Right. Oh. So they just it wasted the whole day and their energy uh. and all that because the board was too big and they were brand new. And I was like, I want to learn to surf, but yeah. I don't want to get worn out just trying to get out there and get on a wave. <laughs> right. Right. And Sometimes that's what it feels like. It though, is. Isn't it? Even with Amazon, that's what it feels mm-hmm. like. You're like, oh, yeah. you, there's so much preparation and there's so much research and mm-hmm. da, da, da. And again, we we are big proponents of you don't have to know everything there is to know no. about selling on Amazon Learn as you go before you get started selling on it. These things will come and experience. In fact, yeah. One of our favorite things to say to new clients uh, in the coaching space is go make a mess. Yeah. Right? It's okay. Mm-hmm. Go make a it's mess. Okay. There's almost nothing that is undoable in the Amazon space Mm -hmm. and go make a mess and we can clean it up later. Yeah. Agreed. And that's what we did. Yep. (laughs) We absolutely (laughs) made a big old mess and, and, and yeah, that's okay. So we're not sure what the rest of this year is going to look like. We wanted to take a few minutes out of this episode and just express gratitude for this community. First mm-hmm. of all, we're going to start with uh, Jim for having us on here as co-hosts. Yes, we, um, we've been enjoying this we, so very much. We we really do feel honored to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. We really enjoy it, first of all. That's why we do coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, we enjoy being able to uh, help folks along their Amazon journey. We do. And, and so... Many thanks to Jim for allowing us to be this voice in the community. We appreciate that. Yeah, we want to thank the coaching office and the Jim Cockrum Coaching Program for having us as coaches and coach team leaders. We have, I, I got to tell you, I never realized what how important it would be to me to coach until I tried it. And I just, I just love it and enjoy it so much. I wish I could do more and more of it. We are so grateful for that opportunity mm-hmm. to coach individually, uh, people, and also to coach in the Kickstart program that I've been, I've been able to do. It has been so rewarding for me, and watching people 
just thrive in the community that we've been able to work for. Mm-hmm. We're, I mean, work with. Yeah. Yes, it's it's been wonderful. So we're grateful for the coaching office and also for the coaches on our team. Yes. Um, so we do have a team of coaches that uh, we've been working with for the past I don't know a couple of years, and um, it's been uh, a complete joy to to work with them all. And uh, they really uh, bring joy to not only the coaching clients, I think, that they work with, but also to us. We're really grateful to have uh, time with them and to have them on our team, as well as all the coaches in the program, right? right? We've talked with many coaches on this uh, this podcast over the last year and Mm -hmm. thank them all for coming on. We learn something every time they come on. We do. And love hearing the stories about, you know, kind of maybe how they got started in the Amazon business, but more about how they approach the coaching. Right. Looking forward to doing more of those in 2024 as right. well. We appreciate all of them and mm-hmm. their and their support and the community in general. Mm-hmm. All of you in this community have been so supportive. Those of you who have reached out to us, that is, we are just so grateful for you. We have feel, felt so supported and and just loved. Mm-hmm. And and we just really appreciate all of that. So and we are sending our best wishes to everyone in the community. And all and, of yours. Yep. And um hope that uh 2024 is your most prosperous year yet. Yes. And uh please do enjoy the time with friends and family as we wind down 2023 and uh start thinking about what next year is going to look like for you. The mental vision is very important. Yes. And details are important. Yes. Right. So no level of detail can go. I mean, you can think of any level of detail you want. Doesn't mean it might not change, but. Right. Okay. So very excited. Happy holidays to everyone. Yes. Now, well, we got to finish up the podcast the way we normally do. Oh, so when you're feeling (laughs) (laughs) like it's the end of January and you still need to build your replans list this year. What cares that? Yeah. Or even we get to the end of this year and we're like, okay, we got a best got year distracted. yet. Yeah. If we're going to do best year yet. Oh, what I is that going to take? More ASINs. More ASINs. Let's go find some more ASINs. More ASINs. All right. Thanks everyone. Take care. Hey, thanks for joining us for today's episode. But before we go, I've got a special guest we're going to spend a couple minutes with. Of course, I'm talking about Mr. Jeff Schick of jeffschick.com. He always has some great legal and Amazon policy advice and tips for us. What do you got for us today, Jeff? Oh, thanks for having me back. All right. So what we're talking about today is checking receipts. So when you're leaving a store, you always want to check your receipts. There's two things, and I can say it's happened to me myself when I went out sourcing to do uh, some YouTube videos a couple months back. One is the cashier forgot to scan an item. Well, I had no proof of purchase because I didn't pay for it. <laughs> so, that, so if you know, by the time I got home, I realized I had to go back to the store and buy the item. Uh, wasted gas, and I think it was Marshall's. So I spent more money in gas than the item cost. But, but it was uh, but obviously it's worth it for the integrity point of view. So, one is it, getting that receipt is important to make sure to check your items, make sure that the, everything you purchased is on there because. Just because you went and bought 17, you know, pairs of sneakers, if you only paid for 15, and if you send 17 into Amazon, they're not going to account for two of them. They're not going to say, well, 15 is close enough to 17. They're they're just going to say, okay, well, you can't prove the authenticity of those two sneakers. So you want to make sure, one, that all the quantities are correct and that all the products that you purchased are on the receipt. Second thing is you want to look at that receipt and make sure the details are correct for the store. So we've been seeing in our practice a lot of receipts coming in lately that are either missing phone numbers or addresses. So like there's some stores out there, the receipt has everything. It's got the UPC, it's got the logo, it's got the name, 
And then it'll just say like one, two, three main street. And then, you know, any town USA, you know, zero, 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 because somebody forgot to set up. Right. Yeah. And someone forgot to set up the cash register. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't have the details. And so when Amazon gets this, they're like, well, this is, this doesn't tell us what store you bought it from because it's missing the, the address or it's missing the phone number. We've also seen receipts where it has the logo and then it'll just say store number 953. And then it'll say, you know, like, you know, Atlanta, Georgia. And then that's it. It doesn't say like what the address or the phone number for store 953 is. And unfortunately, when Amazon gets that, they can't accept it because even though it's a brand name, you know, big box retailer, they're not going to go look up store 953 to figure out what's their phone number and their address and they're just going to reject it. They'll just reject the receipt as not valid proof of purchase. And for those who don't know, it doesn't happen very often, but it happens often enough that you definitely should be saving all the receipts for all of your reselling activity. When you go to stores and you buy products, make sure it's a detailed receipt, shows what you bought, what you paid, what store you got it from, because Amazon might ask for that as verification that it's a legitimate product that you're selling. So save your receipts, but also take a quick look at them as you're leaving the store and make sure the register was set up properly so that all the information you need is actually on the receipt. That's a great tip. I don't think in in the 12 years plus I've been doing this, I don't think I've ever heard anybody bring that one up. I love it. That's a good tip, Jeff. Thanks. Hey, you're most welcome. And Appreciate also, you know, get a receipt scanner. I can't, <laughs> I can't say that enough. Yeah. As people's volumes grow, it just makes sense. Get a receipt scanner because Amazon may want it and it's way easier to type in, you know, into your computer pull up all Nike receipts from this time period mm-hmm. than to be going one by one through the shoebox trying to find them. So. Yes, absolutely. Great tip. As always, appreciate you, Jeff. Of course, we're talking to right. Jeff of jeffschick.com. He's a regular guest around here. Get over and see the great program that he has for this community. Uh, there's a link in the show notes actually as well. Yes. So you can go check out the offer that he has for all your Amazon policy and legal advice, man. Sure. Appreciate you. We'll have you back again absolutely. real soon. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.